What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with the last Founders Journal of the week. For those of you joining for the first time, the Founders Journal is my daily diary made for you, the listener, where I go behind the scenes at Morning Brew and talk about the biggest wins, losses, and challenges in running a business as a first-time founder. Today, we're talking about the two must-haves of any manager, as well as the importance of being able to have hard conversations. Let's hop into it. All right. Should we read out your post from earlier today? Use that as the launch pad? We should. Okay. So four hours ago... I posted on LinkedIn, two must-haves, must-haves in all caps, really wanted to add emphasis, uh, of every manager. One, be excellent at having hard conversations. Two, actually give a shit about your direct report and their development. And I think it's really important both of these are included because actually before the show, we were discussing the topic. And what I told you was, I was like, I want to talk about the importance of having hard conversations because 99% of the time, having a hard conversation is the right conversation to have. And you end up feeling way more or experiencing way more long-term pain if you don't have short-term hard conversations. And what, what was your response to me when I said that? What do you mean by hard conversations? And why did you ask it in that way? A lot of our friends at different companies and bigger, more traditional, more competitive workplaces have bosses where sometimes a hard conversation is not uh, mutually beneficial, I would say, is sometimes aggressive in in the wrong way. And I think unless you have that second point of yours, hard conversation can mean a very different thing. That's what I was questioning by your definition of hard conversation. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. And so before we dive into why I believe having hard conversations is a superpower needed by every manager, I want to start by saying table stakes for this discussion is that you as a manager or you as an employee who has a manager, the manager needs to actually give a shit about their direct report and their direct reports development. If you don't actually care about the person, you are going to be an ineffective manager. No matter how articulate you are, no matter what your feedback is, you need to care. So let's make sure that for this conversation, we assume you care about the people you manage as a manager. So the stage is set. Let's talk about having hard conversations. My base level view is that hard conversations are what everyone in a company wants. A manager wants to have hard conversations because they want to be able to be authentic and honest with their direct reports. They don't want to beat around the bush. They don't want to have to deliver a compliment sandwich for the sake of delivering a compliment sandwich. Employees want to get better and learn from those with more experience. And a company wants managers that develop talent through honest and actionable feedback. So it is in everyone's best interest to have hard conversations, yet so few managers actually have them. And so few managers have the ability to have hard conversations, even as first-time managers, but even as second, third, and fourth-time managers. So I think it's a really intentional thing that managers of people need to be thinking about. Keep going with with like having a hard conversation, because I think there's many scenarios where a hard conversation could happen, even if somebody is doing a great job for sure. there. So, so how does that come into play? Like when would this happen? When do you trigger that hard conversation? Because yeah. it might not be because somebody screwed up. Totally. Oh yeah. To me, hard conversations can actually be when someone's doing a good job potentially. Right. And so what I'll start by saying is let, let's examine like why are most managers really bad at having hard conversations? I think the reason is at our core, we as people hate confrontation And we're also short-term beings 
where we will always take the trade-off of short-term gain for long-term pain. Human beings, I think just as a species, don't have great foresight. And because of our lack of foresight, we will avoid loss and avoid fear and avoid sadness because we don't know that the future actually could be way sadder and way harder by not taking on short-term pain now. And so when I use the example of having hard conversations, here, here are a few things that come to mind. One is when you have a conversation with an employee about a promotion, they ask for a promotion and the employee is doing an extremely good job, but you don't yet believe that given what the market commands, they are worthy of a promotion. That is a really hard conversation for a manager to have because you want to keep your all-stars. You want to show your all-stars in a business that they are doing a great job and you want to reward them. But if based on what's happening in market and comparable companies, and if they were to leave right now and go get another job, a promotion isn't warranted, that could be a really hard conversation to have. So that would be one example where actually the employee is doing a great job of what they're doing. All right. And so it's hard for managers to bring this up. It's good to have these conversations. Take me yep. one step further. Well, and so what I would say is like, let's play out that scenario, right? Having the hard conversation in that, in that scenario where an employee's done a great job and they ask for a promotion, you don't believe the merit of a promotion is warranted, but you think they've done a great job. The hard conversation is to say, look, I think you've done an amazing job. You've add so, added so much value, but I just don't believe that given your trajectory and what the next role commands, that it, you're deserving of a promotion at this point. While I believe you're on a path to be promoted, today is not that day, but I want to make sure you recognize how much we value the work you're doing. That is the hard conversation. That is not natural. That is you know, natural tension as, at its finest. Let's talk about now if I don't have that hard conversation, something that may come out of a manager's mouth. You know, I, I think you're doing an exceptional job and uh, I can tell promotion is on the horizon. While promotion's not happening today, you're, you're so extremely close to it. And I'm going to think about promotion because I think you're doing such a good job. The second one is just an example of all I have done is kick the can down the road. Because I didn't take on the short-term pain or discomfort of saying, you know, you're doing a great job, but promotion is not happening right now. We don't believe you're at that level yet. That's not what the market commands. Now, instead, in the alternative situation, you as the employer are going to come back two months later, three months later, maybe six months later, asking about that promotion that I said I was going to think about in that conversation. I think this is a prime example of have, not having a hard conversation leading to a lot more pain because the employee isn't going to forget about you saying that you were going to think about a promotion for them. I, I agree with all that. And I think from the when to have the hard conversation in that particular example, you know, every six months, every 12 months, probably on a pretty clean cadence, the direct report is going to say, hey, when can I get promoted? That I think is, is fairly calendar, calendared. How else can managers force hard conversations outside of what could be a pretty routine, can I get promoted situation? Why don't, why don't we talk about someone who's not performing well? One thing I will say is that it is very clear when a manager hasn't had a hard conversation, when you decide to fire someone and the person you are firing is completely shocked by the decision to fire that person, right? If someone is shocked by being fired, that means one, two, three, five, ten hard conversations haven't happened previously where the manager says to the employee, not based on a calendar, but based on doing your weekly check-in, hey, you know what? I want to be very clear and open with you. 
we said that this is, you know, these were the four or five most important things that were expected of you in your job. While you're doing the first one, two through five are not being met at all. I don't believe they're being met for these reasons. And unless you start picking up the slack on two through five, we're going to have to have really serious conversations about your fit, fit in this role. That is a really hard conversation to have because you're basically telling someone they're not doing as well as they can be doing. And I think the issue is we have such a negative connotation around telling people they're not doing as well as they could be doing. We all could be doing better. But if you set yourself up in that manner to actually deliver the hard conversation and just like the hard feedback, what I just referred to where someone gets fired and they're like shocked that they cannot believe what has happened. There was no indication of it. To me, that is the exact definition of long-term pain over short-term gain. All right. Give me the 30 second summary. Then let's get out of here. Cool. So for anyone that's listening, two big things that you need to think about in being an effective manager or in managing up as you have a manager that you think could be better at managing you. The first is give a shit about your employee and your direct report. That for an employee, I would say is harder to manage up for. Someone either usually gives a shit or they don't give a shit. So let's hope that your manager does give a shit. The second one is you need to know how to have hard conversations. Hard conversations are best for the manager. It allows them to be honest. It's best for a company because you are becoming great at developing your employees and your talent. And it's best for the employee because they actually have actionable things to improve. Avoid long-term pain by taking on short-term pain and having hard conversations. As always, thank you everyone for joining the Founders Journal, my daily diary for the world about running a business. And I will catch you next week. Hope you have a great weekend. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.